0: Uh it, is, uh it is pretty special uh, to be meeting with you in all those different spaces, all these different homes. This is uh, it's a special moment. You know, I mean, what a week it's been. Uh, this, this is one of those weeks where you just find yourself saying, you know, how, how long ago was that? You know, certain things feel like they were almost a lifetime ago already. So much change, so many different things going on. And I want to talk to you this morning because I, I don't know if you're like me, I've heard several places even over this last week where uh, we've heard people talk about this is like a once- in a lifetime, you know, kind of moment in history. This is one of those moments. It's a, it's a once-in-a-generation kind of challenge. Uh, I've heard people from even, you know, uh, other generations and, and older generations go, this is still, uh, you know, so different than some of the things they've experienced. This is a once-in-a-lifetime kind of moment. And what that means for us, as followers of Christ, it's also a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. This is a, an opportunity that will not come around very often. But it is going to be a challenge. It is a challenging and unique time to be living in. And I know many people are feeling that in all kinds of different ways. But what we have as an opportunity is to shine the light of Christ in a really unique way. And what I know is that people desire, people are desiring right now to really live differently in this moment. I think there's an inbuilt desire, especially if you're a follower of Christ, to go, you know, we recognize that when the world hits challenges, it creates a unique opportunity to shine Jesus' light in a different way. And there's a desire to want to go, hey, how do we respond differently to what's going on around us? How do we not just respond like everyone? How can we actually shine Christ's light? You might be someone watching this and you wouldn't normally tune into a church or be at a church or say, yeah, I'm a follower of Jesus, but... You find yourself going, I know I, I want to live differently in this season. And I want to just talk this morning about how we can actually do that. How do, we, how do we live out of kind of that best place that we want to? How do we shine light in the dark the way that many of us want to do in this moment? And what I want to talk about is we're actually going to start a series today. And it's called Live Well. And the next several weeks, uh, not just Sundays, but across our week, we're going to be looking at what does it mean to live well? Uh, You know, this moment in time, we know this, one day it will become history. It will be behind us, no matter how great the challenge and whether short time or long. At some point, it will exist in the past. But right now, we have an opportunity to live well in the moment. And we want to begin to explore how do we do that? How do we live well? You know, the, the thing that I'm convinced of is this. We will not respond differently. We will not act differently. We will not... Uh, you know, exhibit a different kind of life unless we feel differently. What we've seen in terms of how different people respond to the challenge, often what we do, how we respond, how we act is driven by how we're feeling in the moment. If we're feeling afraid, we'll respond a certain way. If we're feeling angry, we'll respond a certain way. If we're feeling, you know, certain feelings that come, we'll respond out of that. Now, we all know we can't necessarily choose how we feel But what we have to realize is this, is that we do have influence over how we feel. And we can influence how we feel by what we think. Our thoughts, you see, we will not feel differently unless we think differently. And we will not, uh, and and, and so if we think differently, that will influence how we're feeling and ultimately will influence how we are acting and how we're responding. But here's the, the the big shift that I think we've really got to key in on. Here's the big shift of what will allow us to live differently is we've got to focus differently. We will not think differently than the world around us unless we focus differently than the world around us. And in this moment, in this season, if we want to live well, and this is what we're going to talk about today, if we're going to live well, one of the most important things we can do, a foundation of what we've got to do if we're going to live well in this moment is that we have to choose what we are going to focus our attention on. Do you know, uh, there is an entire science of how do we manage our attention. Do you know something, all of the, this has been a a moment where people have been on social media more than usual, online more than usual, maybe tuning into the news more than usual. Do you know all of these companies, so many social media companies, they spend literally billions of dollars to try to get your focus None of us can control what happens in this time in history, but we all control our attention. And we have to realize we live in a world where there's constant competition for our attention, for our focus. And so it's going to take a lot of, uh, I guess, wise living if we're going to have a different focus to our lives. Jesus put it this way. He said in Luke chapter 6, he says this. He says, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy your whole body will be full of light. Jesus says the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, then your whole body is going to be full of light. I love this because Jesus is really helping us understand this, that what we've set our eyes on, what we focus on, where we give our attention to, if we focus it in the right places, then guess what? Everything we're taking in is bringing light into our body. It's giving us clarity about how to live and how to act and how to react. It's helping us work out how to think and what we should think about. And what we think about is going to shape how we're feeling and how we're experiencing life. Jesus says if your eyes are healthy, if you are, one of the words here is that if your eyes are single, if they are focused, if you have clarity about what you're giving your attention to, then your whole body will be full of light. Can I tell you something? I think this is a moment for us as followers of Christ to really think about where do we put our attention? Where do we put our focus? If we're going to live well, this is going to be one of those foundational habits we're going to have to put in place. You know, one of the interesting things about this particular kind of moment in history and the entire pandemic that we're all facing uh, is that through it, there are other things we are learning about how to live well, how to live better, how to stay well. I mean, I know I used to think I knew how to wash my hands. I used to exist in a world where I thought I was pretty good at it. But over the last couple of weeks, I've realized, okay, I had something to learn here. I had to learn new ways of washing your hands. I mean, how many people have seen a photo like this that gives you instructions uh, on how to wash your hands? Like, how many people, like, we didn't used to, I didn't used to need a chart. I thought I knew what was going on. I love this, and one of the amazing things about this moment, there are ways we're learning how to live well. There are ways that we're now learning that experience, uh, that increase our experience of a good life, if you will. But what's more important than just these kinds of things is just how do we live well in this moment? Do you know there was a, a, a kid in the UK uh, who put together a website where they took, you know, the hand-washing uh, chart there and we've all been told, you know, what you can do to, to kind of wash your hands for the right amount of time is sing happy birthday twice. And so he, many of you may have seen this. He put together a website where you can type in any song and it will put the song lyrics onto the sheet so that, you know, instead of having to sing happy birthday, you know, 20 times a day, uh, you just you can just sing, you know, your favorite songs. And, and one of the things I love about this, but one of the things that it, it, I guess kind of reminds us is that at any given moment in time, you and I have to choose what will our thoughts do? What will our focus be on? What will we give our attention to? You know, one of the things that I I had heard uh, last week somewhere, and I thought, you know, that every time I would wash my hands, I began to just say the Lord's Prayer. You know, one of the ways that we actually change what we focus on, change our thoughts, which will change the way we experience life, which will change the way we respond to life, is we focus that attention through prayer. And prayer is simply I'm choosing to focus my attention on who God is, on a bigger reality. I'm choosing to turn my thoughts in a particular direction. And this is the power of prayer. I think this is a moment if we want to live well, one of the things we will do well to do is to learn to pray in fresh ways. I found it a, a great both challenge and uh and something that has made a difference in my life to reshape some of how I pray through the day. And so I began to just pray through the Lord's Prayer when I would wash my hands, instead of singing Bohemian Rhapsody, which is the most popular of any of the the instruction cards that you would have seen. But what I want to suggest to you today, you know what, I want you to imagine this. Right now, we're all learning to wash our hands better. We're all doing it like more times than we could have ever imagined in our life. But imagine if what was happening across Jesus' followers was that we were learning to pray in ways we never had before. We were learning to focus our attention in a whole different way. That what was happening in this moment, we chose to take our attention and our focus. We can't control what will happen around us. We don't know the future. There is uncertainty, all those things. But we know this we know God is unchanging and He is certain. We know that one day this will be in the past and we want to have lived well through it and represented him well through it. And if we want to do that, one of the best things we can do is to begin to pray in a whole new way. To choose to put our focus in a single-minded way. To shift it from just the circumstances around us and to shift it to the things of God's kingdom. You know, when Jesus' followers asked him, you know, how should we pray? Jesus gave them this prayer. We call it sometimes the Lord's Prayer. But Jesus said to him, this is how you should pray. And the Lord's Prayer, it's not something that I think we should just, if we just wash our hands and if we just recite this thing, then somehow, you know, we will be all right. Please do not misunderstand this. But what we all need are triggers in our life that return our focus to who God is. It it is so easy right now. And with the whole world competing for our attention, it is so easy to let our eye be distracted and looking here and looking there. And the more we do that, the less light we're going to have in our lives. You know, I want to just walk you a little bit through the Lord's Prayer this morning. I want you to see how, when what Jesus taught us to pray, he said, I want you to pray this way. He wasn't saying, you just, you got to say these words. If you do that, no, but he's saying, this is how you should pray. This is how you should redirect your thoughts. This is how prayer can transform the way you see the world and life and experience. It's how it can transform your experience of everything you go through. You know, Jesus' prayer begins with these words, you know, our Father in heaven. Can I tell you something that we all need reminded of right now? We need reminded that we have a Father in heaven. If our focus is just on what's happening all around me, it's easy to feel like, well, this is, this is the world and this is as big and as wide as it gets. But Jesus' prayer, our Father in heaven reminds us that, hold on a second, you know where I start my life? I start from this reality. I have a Father in heaven who loves me, who is for me. I start my life in reality that actually this world is not all there is. The circumstances we face is not all there is. I love as well that Jesus doesn't even say, you know, just pray my Father in heaven. He says our Father. I'm reminded that I am joined to all of humanity under our Father in heaven. And that's what's real and consistent in my life. How different would our experience be if we were just regularly reminded, wait a second, whatever's going on. I know this. I have a Father in heaven. And he's on his throne. And he's not nervous today. And so I don't need to be either. You know, Jesus says, our Father in heaven. And He said, hallowed be your name. We're reminded he is holy. He is good. He is unlike anything in this world. He is so far beyond it. And then he says, we should pray this. We should pray, your kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. That not only do we focus on the fact that we have a heavenly father, we can focus on this. You and I, if we, are, if we have stepped into God's kingdom, if we call him father, we have a new purpose in life to focus on. We're reminded that in light of the fact we have a Father in heaven, our purpose is now to see His kingdom come here in this world, on earth as it is in heaven. Our purpose is not to build our own kingdoms and to just think about ourselves or anything like that, but actually, we have this purpose that is to see the kingdom of God come into this world, for this world to look a lot more like heaven, for love and for joy and for peace. To reign in this place. And so we pray your kingdom come. You know, I had a friend told me she was at the shops uh, yesterday. There was a, uh, a fundraiser going on. It was for the Cancer Council of Western Australia, I, I believe it was. And, and they were just looking for donations and things like that. And she said she just overheard this conversation of a, a young woman in, you know, somewhere in her 20s who turned to a friend and just said, Yeah, right, give to that. I have to think about myself right now. Can I tell you something? We live in a world where the story of the world is you're going to have to look after yourself right now. You can't can't give to something. You need to be focused on how will you take care of yourself. Can I tell you something? Jesus reminds us to pray, whoa, whoa, it's not about me. We live in a bigger world. And as followers of Christ, our purpose is to say, you know what, God? If I know I have a father in heaven, I know he's above all, all things. Out of that place of trust and peace, I don't need to keep focusing on building myself. I don't need to just keep focusing on me and my kingdom. I'm actually freed up to go, you know what my purpose is today? I've got a purpose today. In the midst of whatever is going on in my life, I have a purpose to see his kingdom come. In my family, I'm going to go, how can I create a culture of the kingdom in my family? Where peace and faith are what define us. In my workplace, how can I create a culture that How can I see my work as one way that's not just about what will it bring to me, but actually how will it be a part of seeing God's kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven? In my school, in my studies, wherever we go, how can we stay focused on our purpose so we don't get sidetracked? You know, in Jesus' then one of the things I love, he says now from this place. He says, and, and, and pray this, Lord, give us today our daily bread. How will... We as followers of Jesus, how would our lives look differently if one of the things we just focused on right now, because we know we've got a heavenly father, we know his kingdom is what matters most, and we just said, you know what, God? I don't need to know what's going to happen six months from now. I'm just praying, would you give us our daily bread? Not just my daily bread, our daily bread. we're praying for those that we know may not have their daily bread. And, and, And can I tell you something? Jesus invites us into that kind of life where we find peace and contentment. Rather than needing to store up and store up. How different will we respond when we just make that our prayer and our focus? Lord, would you give us our daily bread? Help me be content with that. I love it in in Timothy. It talks about if we have food and clothes, we'll be content with that. I think moments like this are a, a time to stop and reassess. What's our focus? And Jesus invites us into a life where we actually can stop living out into the future and just go... I want to live right here, right now. I want to just say, God, would you give us our daily bread? You know, I I love as well that he says our daily bread. And I think even as a church, it's a great reminder that, you know what, when we go into seasons like this, if we're part of a church community, we're to be the people who will ensure that it's an our thing. Let's look out for one another. If you've got a need, reach out to someone. Reach out to us at True North. If you can't find that daily, we want to help you have that. We don't want to be the people who feel like we got to hold it all. We want to be the people who can work together to say, yep, we got a role in this. You know, Jesus keeps going. He just just keeps changing what our focus should be. He just keeps shifting. And, you know, perhaps now more than ever, you can just see, he just wants us to look at the world differently. He wants us to focus. He wants us to see differently. He says, you know what, this is how we should pray. We should, Lord, would you forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. You know, this is a, a time and a season to live in such a way that we just travel light. I think how, how could we focus well in this time? To actually focus on, you know what, God? I know I need your forgiveness. I'm not going to get it all right. But let's keep short accounts with them. Let's be people who say, God, would you forgive me for this? And you know what? When you pray this regularly, it's amazing how God can help you just see moments where you've maybe missed out on the life he had for you. And you can bring those things. Say, God, would you forgive me? And, and then that second part would you do that as I forgive my debtors? Do you know to live well, to really live well is not to hold things against people. It's to walk in forgiveness. It's not to carry a bunch of baggage around that we don't need to. You know, the, this picture of the life that emerges, when you really focus here, your attention and your thoughts and your prayers, the way Jesus said it. It is a transformed life. This is what living well looks like. And Jesus says, and then just pray, you know, Lord, don't lead us into temptation. There's going to be all kinds of things that compete for our attention, things that compete for our thoughts and our emotions. Lord, don't lead me to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Let's recognize that there is an enemy of our souls who would want us to not live well in this moment. And there will be plenty of temptations and opportunities for diverting the path that God has for us. But when we pray this regularly, I think it's amazing what God helps us see is he helps us see the temptations and lies for what they are. And he can redirect our focus and our attention back on him. You know, I want to encourage you. Here's what I want to encourage you to do. Here's what I believe the power of this prayer is. Is is what if as a a community of people, as a tribe of True North, we all just every time you're washing your hands, you begin to pray this. And like I said, don't just recite it, but pray into it. And actually regularly throughout our day, we were reminding ourselves of our Father in heaven and that we're, we have a purpose in him. We want to see his kingdom come and his will done here on earth as it is in heaven. That we're re- reminded to turn away from just wanting to accumulate more and more for ourselves and to learn contentment and joy in the present moment and giving us our daily bread. We learn to be people who just travel lighter than ever, walking in forgiveness and offering it to others so that we can be those free people in this world, walking lightly and bringing joy and peace where we go, and praying for his wisdom to discern the various temptations that may come. Do you know, I just imagine what would happen if this is how God's people were praying every day. I mean, really focusing on the things that God has for us. You know, just as we are washing our hands every day and keeping them clean, and that's going to help us to stay well. We've got to keep doing that. So all these things that we're doing, they're going to help us stay well and help others stay well. But the thing that's going to help us live well is we've got to be a people who shift our focus. Who are able to, with a single eye, say, my focus is on God in this time. And I think one of the greatest things we can do is to just regularly be praying, not just out of fear, but out of faith. Praying from that space of God, would you shift my mind and my thinking? Would you shift who I am from the inside out so that I could live well in this moment? And I think there's almost this picture of what could happen in us. Imagine just all of us across this city and in our communities and all of us are are not just washing our hands, but we're actually washing our heart. We're actually washing our our inside going, Lord, I don't want to let all the all the muck of this moment get on me. I want to keep my my heart pure. Because the more we change our focus and the more we fill our hearts on the things of God and his kingdom, and the more we are immersed in his story of reality, that is the foundation from which we can live differently. That is a foundation where we'll begin to think differently, we'll begin to feel differently, and we'll be able to respond differently. But it starts with what's going on in our soul. If our eye is healthy, if what we focus on is singular, then our whole body will be full of light. And that is how we will shine a light in this world. That's how we will walk through this moment and live well in it. You know, this week, what we're gonna do as a church, we're gonna have every day a a devotional on the Lord's Prayer. We're gonna keep breaking down all these different pieces. Love for you to join us as we do that. Because I really believe that this is a moment where we have an opportunity to live well, to live well in the midst of a challenge. To live well, there will be challenges, but we have the opportunity to live well in and amongst it. And it begins with the eye that is focused, bringing light to the inside. You know, I'd love to pray and then the team's gonna lead us in a song. It's a song that just is the Lord's prayer. And I wanna encourage you right where you are, you can just, just close your own eyes for a moment. I'd love to pray for you and over you. And even as our team sings this, you can engage, sing along quietly if you want, or just let it wash over you. But let's be a people who step out of just focusing on the news around us and step into the good news of the kingdom of God. And get our focus there. Our Father in heaven, here we are, your people, your children, scattered around this city and around this world. God, I wanna pray right now that you would open our eyes that they might become full of light. I pray this week, Lord, for every person who's gonna step into prayer in a new way and to continually focusing their eye on you, praying the way you taught us to pray, Lord Jesus. I pray that as they do that, this might be a, a week in their life where prayer becomes more powerful than it's ever been whereas they pray those things and focus on you and on the things of your kingdom that God their whole body would become full of light I pray that light is what would shine into our lives and light is what would shine out of us in this world as we begin to pray the way you taught us lead us closer to your heart this week I pray Lord God in Jesus name